The Secrets of Movies and TV Shows is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. You're listening to Coffee and Cinema, part of the Secrets of Movies and TV Shows podcast. I'm Dom Bettinelli, and I'm here with Father Chip Hines. Hello, Dom. <clears throat> well, we're about to go... Well, actually, we just came out of the theater. Yes, we did. I'm reading my, my script here, and it's because... <laughs> I'm supposed to do this before we go in, so That's I'm still... <laughs> but uh, we just came out of the theater after watching the new movie Shazam. Shazam! Wait, wait for the lightning bolt. Wait, wait. No, oh, I guess oh, I'm not Shazam. You're not Shazam, neither am I. <laughs> so now that we're done, we've uh, come back to Cafe Nero, where we were last time we did this, we, after we watched Captain Marvel. And uh, I've got a coffee. I've got a nice Americano. You have? I have the Cafe au lait. That, that, was, that was good last time. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to have a first a spoiler-free discussion, a little bit of our thoughts about the movie, our impressions. Yep. And then we'll give you a warning, and we'll say, from this point on, if you listen, you're going to get spoiled. <laughs> so, uh, so feel free to settle in. And if you haven't seen the movie yet, hear what we have to say. Did you see the movie? Stick around. We'll, uh, and then we'll have a little more discussion of the movie. So, uh, Father Chip, what'd you think? You know, I think for me, and I only speak for me, I, it was a little hit or miss for me. Yeah. I, uh, there were parts of it that I liked, um, and there were parts that kind of, there were some slow middle parts. And then once the battle scenes kind of started, you know, once the real kind of action started, right. it started to get a little bit better for me. Yes. Um, but, uh, again, and I think I mentioned this to you before about the superhero trope. Right. You know, and, uh, of course, Billy Batson is, you know, uh, motherless and fatherless. Well, he, he has a mother and a father. They just abandon him. Right. Well, he, he, he lost them for, in the big yeah. movie, and he doesn't know where, they, where right. they are. So it's just one of those things that kind of it becomes annoying after a while with all the superhero movies. There's like, a common thread. There is superhero origin story, right? And I wish I, I wish that someone would write a superhero about an, an ordinary, well-adjusted dude. You know, <laughs> he or, comes from or a lady. nice home. Comes from a nice home with nice parents. <laughs> they love him. Yes. They, he's doing okay. Well, I think, can you think? Can we think of one who actually is from a, like a, a well, like I, Flash? I is his dad? You yeah. know, and, uh, his mom died. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, Wonder Woman's an Amazon. Yeah, we, we've got all the the X Men all have terrible families. Terrible families. Uh, yeah, I mean, Wolverine, who knows? And I mean, just, so yeah, you're right. Like, right down the line, you know, Superman's an orphan, Batman's an orphan. Right. Uh, Spider-Man... Um, is an orphan. Is an orphan, because he lives with Aunt is May. Aunt May, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, if, it's just if, weird. If anyone can think of any superhero who, who has actually... Uh, a well-adjusted a well, family well, life. Well, and normal family life. Not every, you know, because most families aren't perfect, so... No family's perfect. Maybe Captain Marvel... We don't know yeah, anything don't about know. her family. We don't know. So, that's true. Uh, but be that as it may. Um, um, so Billy, that's Bat- my my yeah. impression is that I just there were moments of it that just felt like it was it fell into a trope. Yeah. yeah, and it was kind of typical superhero movie stuff. Right. Um, there were things that I liked. Um, and it's a superhero origin, by the way. It is an origin story. Yeah. Yes. And there were things that I liked. I liked the dynamic between the, the two kids. Right. You know, Billy Batson and uh, the other kid whose name Freddy. I don't... Freddie. Right. I liked that. That was nice. Yeah. I mean, it was... It's not a normal, typical family, and 
It's a foster family, but it's nice. They had a nice rapport. Right. Uh, and that I liked. Yeah, I like the parents. They weren't... The, the foster parents. Yeah, they yeah. weren't typical foster parents of... Uh, uh, that you get like where, you, where foster parents are often portrayed as mean, and, right? Uh, so we have we have nice a nice family situation, uh, you know the good good people. We have his foster family, his foster brothers and sisters. Right. Um, he's uh, a, in, in the premise is that there's this wizard wizard who's holding back, you know, who has been. Sort of like the, sort of like the knight in the Holy Grail who's right. been surviving for centuries on his own, on his own, guarding and holding back the seven sins, which I thought was an interesting yeah. idea. Now, I I I remember as a kid watching the Shazam TV show. Do you yes, remember that? I remember. that. I'm old yeah. enough to, to have watched uh, that. I remember that. I, I don't remember a lot. I, I remember really liking it. Yeah. That it was a teenage boy, right? And this old guy driving around in Winnebago. It seems kind of odd now, but yes, it does. <laughs> I think it was his grandfather. I think. I think so. And yeah. then he would say Shazam, and he would transform from being this kid to, the to a totally different person. It right. was. It was like in this one, Billy remembers who he is, whereas in that one, it was it was a he was a different person. Right, different guy. Yeah, uh, different personality, different memories, different everything. Right. He was like sort of replaced. Right. Uh, so that I, I kind of liked this. It was very much like Big. Right. Uh, in fact, there's uh, without spoiling it yet, there's an homage to Big in this. Right. Uh, so, the, so you sort of get that fish out of water kid, kid who's unexpectedly having to navigate the grown up world and be a superhero and be a superhero. Right. Um, I love Zach Levi. I've always yeah, enjoyed I him in, in everything he's done from since Chuck. Yes, uh, me too. and and so uh, and you mentioned this is his second outing as a superhero Correct. in a movie. Correct. His first one was which one? I think it was Thor. He was in the Thor movies, right? Uh, and then he was killed in one of them, and I think it was Ragnarok. I'm not right. sure. He's one of the Asgard. He's one of the Asgardians. Uh, he's yeah, in Thor's posse. Right. Exactly. <laughs> he's but, in the Thor mythological god posse. Yes. yes. Uh, so, but but this is his outing as a actual actual lead lead superhero. Uh, I, I, he has that quality about him that he can play like the the. Normal. The, well, he's the adult who's still uh, kid-like. Yeah, child, yeah, you know, yeah. Adolescent-like. In, in a lot of ways, he was like Chuck. Yeah, he, he felt a lot. It felt a lot like, like Chuck. Chuck. Yeah. Because Chuck was a, was a similar situation where it's yes. this normal guy who suddenly becomes a super a secret super agent, spy. super yeah. spy, uh, and has no to, karate. <laughs> yeah. And he has to navigate that. Right. Uh, and with his with his sidekick buddy who right. knows his secret. Right. So it's it's a it's a similar thing. It is a similar thing to, to what he had to do with Chuck, and and it's similarly successful. I enjoy right. both. Yes. Uh, my impression, yeah, I, it, there was a lot of humor. This is this is a DC film, so it takes right. place in the DC universe. Uh, which is usually gritty and dark, and it has been yeah, right. Has been. Yeah, they've been lightening it up. They have. <laughs> Aquaman was a lot lighter. Wonder Woman was lighter. lighter. Uh, and this, this one yeah. is very much. I think that's the yeah. the goal. This one felt a lot like Ant Man in yeah. that sense. Yeah, it had. He's a secondary character who has. A there's a lot more humor to it. Right. In 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 uh, endemic to it. Yes. So I enjoyed that part of it. Um, a lot of so yeah, a lot of people talk about. I've heard people say they they really enjoy this movie. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun, uh, and I agree. There were some there were some. The, the there's always in these or, superhero origin movies that that period where they have to 
test out their powers. They got to figure out who. And so they do that a lot of that in this. There's a there's a long period of that. Well, there's all that. There's all that um, beginning part too. The exposition part where right. we, you know we. You know, we have to find out what's going on, right. who these guys are, what right. who's that guy, who's it, this guy. It takes a while to it get, takes a while to, to get to, to, get to the, the meat of it, yeah. right? Uh, in, in fact, with, when they and, and that's the problem with all of these superhero movies is they have to they have to tell audiences who aren't familiar with these guys from yes, the comic books who they are, who they are, and you have to you have to get to know them. So that's just a, a burden that these movies have to carry. Yes, it is. Then you get into the second and third movie, which uh, I think I've, I've heard there's already talk of a second one. There, there has to be right the, that will make it easier. To just jump right in because now it's a character that we know. Right, exactly, and I think audiences will will like that. And I and I I think what I like about the current trend with these DC movies is the is the trend towards a more lighter, jokier kind of fun atmosphere um, right. rather than the you know Dark uh, the Dark Knight, Man Batman, Steel. Man of Steel, you know the all you know Batman versus Superman, right. Uh, even Justice League. Yes, it was a little heavy. And I think these movies are lighter, and I think that's a good direction for them to go. Right. I really do. I think that's one of the things that makes the Marvel movies better than the DC movies. It, it has been, yes. <laughs> In fact, um, I mean, the fact that, I mean, we're kind of jumping around between all the DC movies. Okay. But, but, uh, the, but when they made Man of Steel heavy and dark yes. and gr- uh, gritty... I mean, making Superman heavy, dark, and gritty is just wrong. a crime. It's wrong. <laughs> it's a crime. So uh, hopefully this this signals a change in direction for them with That's these right. movies. That's uh, right. So we'll I see. hope it is. We'll yeah. see. But I think this movie, you know, is that kind of movie. It's that kind of fun movie. There are moments where you're, like, legit, like, what's going to happen. Is right. This, there's, there, you know, there's some... There's some dark... Dark stuff. But, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll say this. Throughout the whole movie, never once did I think... That I never felt like he was in jeopardy. Right. Well, and the other thing is, is while there is violence, especially supernatural violence, it's cartoony. It's cartoony. There's no blood, or gore, or you know, limbs ripped from. I mean, the, the monsters, the sins. well, that that one scene at the beginning with his father. You know, where we'll come back to that. Yeah, let's come back. to I'm that. I'm just saying. Yeah, but uh, there is no. Um, there was nothing in it that was uh, particularly. Um, you know, like you would like the monsters themselves were, were cartoony, scary. Yeah. But there was no blood and gore and all that sort of stuff, apart right. from perhaps what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, which we'll get into in a second. Uh, yeah. So, any other spoiler-free bits you want to say? I'm trying to think. Um, spoiler-free. I don't know. I'm. You know, it's hard to. Yeah. It's hard to spoiler-free these movies sometimes because they. Um, you know everything's kind of important, but right. the especially in the origin story. Right. So it's hard to talk about it generically, other than the fact that, you know, I think, like I said at the beginning, I liked it. I just think it can be better. Okay. It can be a little better. Okay. And yeah. I think once this, you know, now that they've introduced the character, I think they can. Right. They can have a story that's a little bit more meaty. Yes. This wasn't a real meaty story. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, and the villain was cartoonish, a little bit over I the like top. I like that actor, though. But Mark, Mark Strong. Strong, yeah, he's always, he's always good. Always he's always fun. Yeah. Um, he, just, he, he chews the scenery of the best. He does. He chomps it up. <laughs> he's good. All right. So let's, let's go to the spoilers then. All right. And then we can all count down. 
after after I get to, to, to one, we're going to start spoiling it, folks, okay? So this is your warning. So you pause here, come back after you've seen the movie. It's five, four, three, two, one. Okay. Okay. So now we're going to spoil it. Um, so there is a post-credit scene, yes. which was a lot of fun. Two scenes. Really. Two, two of them, right. So stick around to the... Uh, to the to after the credits, which is so you get the first one where uh, the bad guy, what was his name? Um, Thad. Right, Thaddeus. Thaddeus. Thad is such a bad guy, modern bad guy name. Thad. That's right. Uh, sorry if there's any Thaddeuses who are called Thad out there, but I'm sorry. Uh, it's, you've become a cliche. Apparently, you're a supervillain. <laughs> yes. Um, we, we, we see him um, interacting with. A creature that we see earlier in the movie, right? But we don't realize we see it a couple times, in fact. But we don't realize its significance until the very end. And I honestly, it, it, it I missed it. Yeah, I missed it. Right. I didn't know who it was at the end until you said something, and I was like, Oh yeah, I think I right. saw something. So we're in the spoiler section, so I'll yeah. just say it's the caterpillar that was in the glass jar in the the layer. layer. For, 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 Lack of a better term. We have a layer. We have a layer. Uh, and it was the caterpillar in the glass jar that the glass jar was broken the last time they came through. That's right. So that's where he went. And turns out he is some sort of super... Bad guy. Bad guy. <clears throat> uh, he, was in the, he wasn't just a pet. He was in there for a reason. Right. And uh, so, we, so he was a, a, a obviously going to be the, a future... The next villain. Right, right. next one. Yeah. Uh, then we have the other post credit scene where they kind of mock Aquaman's... Uh, power, right, right. <laughs> the fish. They, they do. They, that was funny. So I want to talk about the the and, and Superman made it. And Superman faceless sort of, cameo. Yes, it it was not uh, the actor. No, uh, but it was but it was the body uh, body double. I do want to talk about the the villains, the the seven sins. Okay, uh, because that's that's a very interesting choice of of villain. So so the the premise is that this council of wizards has been holding back the seven sins sort of opened up sort of a Pandora's box sort right. of thing and they've been like, holding back the seven sins from getting out into the world and taking over and Shazam is the is the champion of the of good. The, of, of good that holds them back and defeats them and so we have you know we have lust envy greed pride uh what are the other two? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, anger? No. No. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe we can't remember the seven sins. I know. Uh, <clears throat> we're, we're, when it's time for the quiz, I haven't studied. Yes. Uh, uh, envy, pride, lust, greed. Um, envy, pride, lust, greed. Uh, I think we're going to have to look it up. We'll have to look it up. But n- nevertheless, um, th- we have these seven sins that, that, that are embodied here. Right now, it's interesting. They don't actually do much with them as sins. Like they don't. Each, each of these creatures do, don't really. You know, he makes a joke about I, lust. I thought I thought lust would be a lot hotter. Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> gluttony, wrath, and sloth. Oh yes, I think, I'm, I think yeah, wrath. I mean, yeah, wrath, anger. Yeah. Um, so pride, greed, lust, envy, gluttony, wrath, and sloth. Yeah. But but, but it's, it's very interesting that even though they they're the seven sins, they they don't they don't they don't, they don't they're look not, it. yeah they don't look like anything particularly having to do with that sin, and they don't do things related to that sin, which you know it's disappointing. Well, on the other hand, it kind of it, there's a little bit of a theological truth in that, which is sin is ugly. It's just right. ugly. It doesn't it it's just sin. It is right. bad. It is harmful. It hurts. Um, and whatever name it has, and whatever. 
whatever guise it comes under, it's still an ugly, evil monster in, a, right. in that sense. Uh, so I kind of I kind of appreciate them doing that. Um, I, I kind of wish they had done a little more with that idea of they, they were just seven generic deadly monsters. Right. Apart that's from the- apart from Envy at the end, Envy was the one monster that never. That emerged from right. from the from Thad, right? And uh, and and but because I think we're supposed to get the idea that Envy was what was really pushing him to want Shazam's power. Exactly. So, and that, I think that came that came very clear towards the end of the movie when you know he had a fight Envy when Envy when yes. he called Envy out and Envy came and uh, and then there was a, the battle. Well, um, in fact, envy, in some ways, not the embodiment of it as the one of the seven sins, but envy as the concept, was at the root of a lot of the problems between Billy and Freddy. That's right. Because you know the Freddy's and it, you know as envious, envious of, of Billy's superpowers. Uh, superpowers and uh, f- uh, Billy is well, he's wrathful at being abandoned, and he's a little bit envious of yeah. others' family, and so you can see where envy is really the enemy that they're fighting all along exactly. throughout this movie. And I, I kind of enjoy, I, I, I like that aspect of it that there was a little bit of death to it. Yes, I agree with that. It was it was a it was an interesting concept that was kind of taken away from its Christian, um, you roots. know, roots, yeah. so to speak. Because there was no mention of God, right? You know, and there was no, you know, it what was I mean? the Greek gods, but that was about yeah. it. Because that, traditionally, that's where Shazam's power exactly. And but there was no mention of of the Judeo Christian God, right? We have the seven sins from from Judeo Christian theology, theology, but not but not, not the God the God yeah. from that, right? So it seemed a little odd. It seemed a little bit for me. I mean, yeah. you know, and, and I mean, as if you're a Christian, it seems like there's a little, you know, disconnect there. Yeah, um, it's true, but. It was, but it was interesting, and I think that, you know, the, I just, I think, I'll be interested to see if they they try to pull it off again, right? You know, with that those same kind of bad guys, or if this little caterpillar bad guy is going to be something new. something completely new and different. Right. Um, but I think that, you know, that the acting in this movie was good. Yeah, I had a, I had a little trouble. Reconciling Billy and you know Billy and Shazam, Zach Levi and the the boy Arch, yeah. Archer or something or other, who played Ash the, Archer was it Ash, Ash Archer? I think it was who played you know young Billy. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't they didn't their person they didn't seem alike. In you know you don't think so? I, for me, it didn't seem the Freddy older younger felt better. The the but not the, I don't know. It just was I had a hard time. Plus the kid Billy. Mm. I, he looked. He must be Maisie Williams' brother or something because he totally looks like the act, the actress from Game of Thrones, Maisie Williams. And I, yeah. I, I, was, I think I was distracted by that as well. Maybe, yeah. But uh, but I, I, and I guess one of the things I did like about the the whole idea of Shazam being you know a young character than an old character yeah. is the is is the way the way he says the name, right? And then he. Um, so, like, if he's in trouble and he needs to slip away, right. he says Shazam, and he turns into Billy again, and he kind of, kind of scurries away. Or when he needs yeah. the power, he's Shazam, and all of a sudden he's Shazam, and he can beat the hell out of somebody. Yeah. And uh, being Billy is one of his superpowers. It really sense. is, yeah. in a sense, that yeah. ability to, to fade into the crowd, which he used at least once. Exactly, and I thought that was that was that was good. I mean, I, I thought uh, the adult actors 
that yeah. played. They were good. The ones in the family, the mother and the father, were good. Um, it was very odd that the school. There was the only adult we see in the entire school is security, security guard. guard. And I'm thinking, like the whole thing with the the bullies. Yeah. Like they they're always pulling up out front and like parking on the sidewalk right. partially. Like where are the grown-ups? Right. Like, how? And he hits him with the car. He hit a kid. Yeah. Like wh- who's who's already like lame? Yeah, who are the bus aides who are supposed to be yeah. out there? <laughs> like this. There's yeah. usually teachers out. Right. When like, kids are coming in. I, I mean, obviously we need or, this for the for the plot or know, other plot parents. Right. Well, see, that's the thing. I that was the part part of the movie that I didn't think they needed all that. I didn't think they needed all that bully stuff. You yeah, know, it's that, it's like that Peter Parker. You know, it's all that effort to make it stuff. make relevant. Yeah, like oh, we need to make the movie more than just about superheroes fighting supervillains. We also need to make it relevant about bullying and standing up for yourself. Don't and you I'm think, like, mm. don't you think that's there for kids too? Like, that's kid, what I mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's there to be a message for kids about standing right. up against bullies and right. stuff. And that's I mean, I don't have a problem with that, but it but just it was a big chunk of the movie. Yeah. Those kids, the bully kids, were, and they ended up being in the final. Right. Well, in the final battle, and they get saved by the kid that they were bullying because you knew exactly as soon as you see them in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. You know exactly what's going to happen. So it felt a little predictable. It was. You know, and rather that didn't wasn't there. I just don't think they needed that storyline. Yeah, exactly. I think it would. I think that it was an extra storyline that kind of just took up time. Yeah, it would have been a better. uh, It would have been, I think, a better movie, but it also would have been a tighter movie. Yeah. If they had left that out. Uh, I did like Santa. <laughs> yeah, Santa. Well, Santa just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time every time one of those bad guys showed up. So yeah, That yeah. was pretty funny. And then he has a scene towards the end where he, he's inter- being, uh, he grabs the microphone away from a reporter and starts like, cussing. cussing and swearing and then beeping it out on TV. It was kind of funny. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, um, so, so very much a family. Um, yeah, a family. It's about, uh, no. a theme about family. In fact, that becomes Shazam's. Uh, tagline is you're not, you're not a hero until you have a family. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, brings out all the uh, the other characters as superheroes, right? Which was interesting. Yeah, I don't remember that from the old show. No, I don't either. That and I wonder comic books. I wonder if they're gonna if they're gonna do that again. Like, do those kids keep their Shazam powers? I think they're all Shazam. Yeah, now. I mean, wouldn't they be? I would think so, like just like him. I know. Because it was a council of seven wizards. That's right. So now there's now there's seven. Six, six of them. There's now room for someone else to come Ooh, along. Ooh, another wizard. <clears throat> yes, it'll be. Except he broke the staff. Well, that's true. They'll, fi- they'll have another one to do it because in the next movie, I'm predicting right now, it'll be Billy's girlfriend. The girl uh, that Billy likes. Ah, there you go. I, I almost thought they were going to put him and Mary together. The the right. older, she's a older, but the older. Yeah, I mean, he's fourteen, she's eighteen. Yeah, she's going to college. Well, seventeen, Seven, seventeen or yeah. yeah, but she's going to college. So uh, maybe. Spoiler: We don't know. <laughs> yeah, what was in the letter? That's yeah. The, yeah, that was an interesting thing. They kind of they kind of left that. Hanging. Yeah, they and did. I, I thought that was weird. Like, was it? It was oh, so important, right? And then, and it was so important that they put a, se- a separate scene, right, of she, her like being upset that she got in. She was so upset that she w- almost walked into traffic and died, like, right? Like, let's be clear here: she, she, this letter was enough that almost killed her, right? So, what's in the letter? I mean, that's right. sort of important, right? And you would think, yeah. I thought that was very odd. They just let it drop. Yeah, I mean, maybe they cut it for time, which maybe, like again, they could have cut something they else. Could have cut out some of the bully stuff. <laughs> yeah, they really wanted to cut for time, but. I think they were. I thought they were going to go with 
you know, she's get, she's get, she got into the Caltech, right. which means now she's going to have to leave her foster home and she doesn't want to leave them. I think that's the kind of where they were going with it, yeah. to be honest with you. And I, and, but they kind of, it kind of had to drop because like, like real stuff started happening, mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, uh, so I think we'll see, we'll see in the next movie. One of the things I thought was interesting is, like, in Marvel, all the locations are real places. New York, California, you know, like, all real Washington, D.C. Yeah. D.C., it's always, like, fictional. Typically. Yeah, typical. Typically. Metropolis. Metropolis, Gotham. Gotham. Central Central City. Central City, yep. But this is in Philadelphia. Yeah. I'm curious about that. And, again, I don't know the comics, so I don't know for sure. Right. But I'm curious that choice of making Philadelphia a key aspect of The only thing I can think of is... It's the city of brotherly love and right brothers, brothers, uh, family. That's the only thing I could think of. Yeah, that could be it. Or I could be reading too much into it. <laughs> right, 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 right. But uh, I thought that was interesting. That these yeah, but it was. You're right. They never really, um, they never really go for real places, and that is that was kind of interesting. Yeah. I, I never. I, I, you know, until you just mentioned it, I didn't even think about it. I was yeah. like, oh, it's in Philadelphia. All right. Yeah. Um, they even go on to the iconic steps uh, yeah. of the museum where Rocky... We don't see the Rocky statue. No, we don't. Uh, probably because it's owned by some studio's right. uh, image. And it's uh, not theirs. Yeah, it's yeah. not Warner. Uh, it's, it's, I forget who, who does that one. But uh, we do see the, the William Penn statue. <laughs> yes, we do. And the love sculpture. Yes. That it gets destroyed. <laughs> Yeah, but that head, was funny. But the head of William Penn. That was a funny. I, I didn't realize how big that thing was. That was yeah, no kidding. That was pretty. That's, that's pretty a big. pretty big statue. Yeah. Oh, uh, the other thing I really enjoyed was that whole scene where the 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 supervillain is monologuing. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> He's like, "What? I can't. You're like I, a mile away. I can't hear I, you. There's cars and <laughs> tra- traffic, and I'm a mile away. And he's just going on and on and on. <laughs> the typical you're to- over the top, totally monologuing, <laughs> like from uh, from Incredibles. Incredibles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That that was good. Uh, so th- there was a lot of funny stuff in this movie. It's, yeah. it's that's what I liked about it. I, I you know, I'm I'm kind of getting tired of the dark. Hero, right? You know, I'm I'm really tired of Batman being dark, and I'm really and extremely tired of Superman being dark. There's no need for it, right. and you know that should stop. I feel like that they're they've decided to to kind of pull back yeah. from that, which is good. That's it what is. we were saying before. Yeah, is I think that they they took away some of uh, the directors that you know, like Nolan Singer and, and Sing- Nolan, yeah. yeah, and so that it that vision of the universe is kind of. Going away, I think. Right, and that'll be good the, yeah. because the, because this like fighting villains, all the action, it's very heavy. It is. You need to lighten it up a little bit as little you go bit. along. I mean, like we said, the, their 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 stories are dark. They're they're orphans. <laughs> right. Bad things are happening, so you need, it needs to be lighter. I mean, I think so. You think of like the even of the Marvel movies, the ones that weren't as good were the dark, were the heavy ones, like Thor: Dark World, literally right. in the dark. title. Yeah, Dark World. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a really good movie. Right. Exactly. So Ragnarok was funny, and and I really liked it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh well. Uh, Taika Waititi is just hysterical. Uh, I, I was a little worried when I heard that he was directing that, but yeah. uh, it turned out to be really good. And now he's doing some Star Wars, the new Mandalorian series, which go. is which is good. But that's uh, that's another that's another episode. That's another podcast. Yes. or something. Yes. Uh, so, uh, anything else we want to say about? Shazam? I don't think so. I, I think it's worth seeing. It's definitely worth seeing. Yes, and I would recommend it. I recommend it. I think that um, you know, there's pluses and minuses. It's yeah. a, it can not a be perfect movie. not perfect. It's a little uneven, but I think you'll enjoy it. Um, 
you know, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It kind of brought me back a little bit back to that 70s TV show stuff that was percolating in my yeah. mind, which I really I liked. And if you were a fan of that show... If you're an old man. An old man like us. <laughs> you, or maybe an older lady. Yes, or a young person who discovered it online. Uh, or yeah. yeah. You'll you'll like it. You'll like that kind of connection. And I think just... I just think Shazam is... I think, I think this is a good... This is a good secondary hero for them. So before we finish, I want to say uh, we'd like to thank the... Take a moment to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create coffee and cinema. And today we're thanking Kevin G, Colin R, Evan S, Marika D, and Dwayne A. Through their generous donations at sqpn.com slash give, they make it possible for us to continue Coffee and Cinema and all the shows we do at StarQuest. You can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. So, uh, remember to like the Secrets of Movies and TV Shows on Facebook. That's what this podcast is part of, uh, that 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 podcast series where this is sort of a sub podcast where I haven't figured out the right terminology, but that's what it is. So remember to like this once we post it on Facebook and share it with friends and help us get the word out about our podcasts. And you all have done such a great job of that in the past. And we really do appreciate it. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the secrets of movies and TV shows. Uh, in iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, tune in your favorite podcast app or on YouTube. We should hit the bell to get notifications. We've had some recent uh, fun episodes of, of the show. We've recently did uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. We're uh, You're going to hear next week, you're going to hear, uh, if everything goes well, you're going to hear The Godfather. We're going to talk about, uh, the, I, hear, I hear it's a good movie. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> I've only just seen it for the first time. Yes, Domenico yeah. Bettinelli has seen The Godfather for the first time Shocking, at really. the age of 50. So, <laughs> uh, so that's it from us. What did you think of Shazam? If you had a chance to see it, let us know by visiting sqpn.com slash secrets or the StarQuest Facebook page. Leave us some feedback there or send us an email to secrets at sqpn.com. Uh, until next time, Father Chip Hines, thank you for joining me for Coffee and Cinema. Thanks, Tom. Be good, everybody. And once again, I'm Dom Bettinelli. Thank you for listening to the Secrets of Movies and TV Shows on StarQuest.